the sensitive man. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sensitive Man podcast. I'm Simon Lim and this is episode 28. Well, today's podcast episode is especially interesting. We'll find out from Dr. Melvin Look, a general surgeon from Pan Asia Surgery Group, about the first swallowable weight loss balloon, known as the Ellipse Balloon, which has been designed to help reduce food intake by occupying space in the stomach.、Uh, the latest incarnation is actually an improvement in the sense that. It doesn't require us to use endoscopy to insert it, and it doesn't require us to use endoscopy to remove it, which is what we used to do in the past.、Uh, this balloon is something that is very slim profile. Sort of looks like a little capsule with a tail on it. And find out more about gastric sleeve gastrectomy to reduce a patient's size from triple XL to large or medium. This surgery is really effective, especially for people who are very big, who are what we call morbidly obese. So these patients require surgery to permanently、um, reduce the size of the stomach. The best way to do it now, the gold standard, is the procedure you mentioned, the laparoscopic sleeve、mm-hmm. gastrectomy. You'll definitely be educated on quite a few things today by Doctor Look. And、uh, some big studies that have、uh, done randomized studies of the laparoscopic sleeve gastrectomy and the gastric bypass surgery for weight loss have found that a very remarkable results with respect to testosterone after bariatric surgery. After five years, your testosterone will increase by 84 percent. The voice of Dr. Melvin Look, a general surgeon from Pan Asia Surgery Group, on the Sensitive Man podcast. It's going to be very educational with Dr. Look. So let's get into the interview. You're listening to the Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Hi, Dr. Look. Welcome to my show. Hi, hi. Nice to talk to you, Simon. Now, Dr. Look, you specialize in bariatric and metabolic weight loss surgery, and you've introduced the Ellipse Balloon, the first swallowable weight loss balloon that doesn't require any surgery, endoscopy, or anesthesia. So, tell us how it works. Okay, we have been actually working with gastric balloons for、mm-hmm. maybe about fifteen years now, and I've personally put in a couple of hundred.、Uh, the latest incarnation is actually an Improvement, in the sense that it doesn't require us to use endoscopy to insert it,、mm. and it doesn't require us to use endoscopy to remove it, which is what we used to do in the past.、Mm. Uh, this balloon is something that is very slim profile, sort of looks like a little capsule with a tail on it.、Mm-hmm. The patient is actually awake.、Uh, we sort of direct you to swallow the balloon. And once we are sure the balloon is in the stomach, by doing an X-ray to to look at the position,、mm-hmm. we will just inflate it. And once it's inflated, we pull out the tail, and that's it. The balloon is left there. It deflates on its own after about four months. The advantage of this is that there's very low morbidity. There is not、uh, no really going back. Going to the operating theater to have this done, and no anesthesia effects, and basically it's just an outpatient procedure that can be done in fifteen twenty minutes. What kind of patients would be suitable for the ellipse balloon? I mean, how do you assess a patient's suitability? Okay,、uh, anyone who needs to lose a bit of weight but 
cannot do it on their own despite trying conservative measures mm-hmm. would be a suitable candidate. In the past, when we do uh, bariatric surgery, that means actual surgery on obese patients, or even offer the endoscopic gastric balloon, we do look at weight criteria because there are some risks involved. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that we are doing the right thing, that we offer this only to patients who need to have it. But because this swallowable balloon is of so low morbidity, it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. We are starting to offer this to people who just need to do, lose a little bit of weight, maybe 5 to 10 kilos, mm. uh, who just need a little bit of help. The kind of patients we sometimes call cosmetic weight loss. Mm. You know, we, they don't really need to lose it for medical reasons yet, but they would like to lose a little bit of weight um, to help themselves feel better about themselves. The Sensitive Man And Dr. Look, is the ellipse balloon only for adults? I mean, what's the minimum age in using the ellipse balloon for controlling one's appetite? Uh, I think that anyone who understands how the ellipse works, who is motivated to lose weight, who is able to follow instructions, I think that that person should be suitable. So I would go as low down in age as the high teens. And how soon can a patient expect to feel the difference after having the ellipse balloon placed into their stomach? I mean, would they experience any discomfort or not after, you know, the ellipse balloon has been inserted? Okay, so the way the balloon works, basically it occupies space in the stomach. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we inflate it, we put it to be about 500, 550 mils. Uh, If you can't imagine that, think about a Big Mac and fries, that Mm -hmm. kind of volume. So imagine having a Big Mac and fries in your stomach for a period of four months. Now, when you have this volume in the stomach, um, a small meal in addition to balloon would feel like a big buffet. Mm -hmm. The stretching of the stomach makes you feel full. It makes you not hungry. It makes you less greedy. It makes you more able to stick to the diet plan that uh, we have for you. Mm -hmm. So it takes motivation, it takes understanding. And, you know, with that, the balloon is able to achieve our aim of helping you to lose weight. But it's not a magic bullet. You know, mm. it's sort of a tool to help you adjust to the, the new um, meal plan that we have for you. Having said all that, because it occupies space in the stomach, in the first week or so, you do get some side effects from the balloon because your stomach is really not used to having this, this little ball in the mm. stomach. Mm-hmm. So for the first few days, you're going to get cramps, you're going to get um, vomiting, you might get discomfort. This all goes away after a couple of days. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to prepare you for these side effects. You need to be not demoralized. You need to um, be motivated to carry on uh, and know that after a couple of days, mm-hmm. all these side effects will go away. Dr. Look, what happens to the ellipse balloon after a period of time? Okay. And will the ellipse balloon be excreted naturally? Okay, the balloon has a little valve that opens after four months. So it is self-deflating after four months. And once the balloon completely deflates in the stomach, it passes out naturally. Mm-hmm. So the, the meantime usually is about four months where the balloon remains inside you. So when would a patient need to insert a new ellipse balloon? Hopefully never if you achieve the weight loss that we intend for you. Oh. But it has been shown that if four months is not enough, and if you are a slightly bigger patient, uh, the balloon is working well, but you still got a little bit more weight to lose, then putting in a second balloon, what we call sequential therapy, uh, would be effective. Uh, some patients also benefit from having a little break. 
without the balloon and coming back for a second treatment uh, some months later. So mm-hmm. we've got different ways of tackling uh, the problem. And Dr. Lok, how much weight can a patient lose after you know having the ellipse balloon inside their stomach? Okay, the weight loss can be variable, but we do know that from some 40 over 1,000 patients that have this balloon inserted worldwide, that the average uh, weight loss would be about 10 to 15% of your body weight. Mm, mm-hmm. 10 to 15% of your body weight. And patients who have had sequential therapy, uh, that means having had two balloons inserted, uh, would lose about 20% of your body weight. Wow. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Now, Dr. Lok, I hear that you can perform a gastric sleeve gastrectomy. In other words, a percentage of the stomach is removed to aid a patient in more effective weight reduction. So is it really possible for a patient to go from triple XL to large or medium? Uh, Perhaps you can share about gastric sleeve gastrectomy. This surgery is really effective, especially for people who are very big, who are what we call morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say these are the patients that would require more than a gastric balloon. So these patients require surgery to permanently uh, reduce the size of the stomach. The best way to do it now, the gold standard, is the procedure you mentioned, the laparoscopic sleeve Mm -hmm. gastrectomy. Can they go from a size XXXL to L or M? Yes. Uh, Most studies have found that the results after laparoscopic sleeve gastrectomy are quite predictable. It's very durable. Weight loss stays. And most patients will lose about 70 to 80% of their excess weight, not their body weight, their Mm. excess weight, Mm. over a period of 18 months or so. So it's not something that's sudden. It takes about 18 months to get there. And after a patient has lost all that weight, would there be loose skin to remove? I mean, is this something that you do as well for patients, you know, an operation to remove loose skin? Not all patients would have loose skin. Uh, It depends on how rapidly the weight was lost. If the weight loss is uh, more gradual, if the patient is younger with good elastic skin, sometimes um, the skin tone is uh, intact and they do not have a loose skin. Mm. But you're right, many patients do get flabby arms, flabby skin, excess skin that um, may look unsightly. We recommend that these patients wait to their maximum weight loss, Mm -hmm. where where the weight loss is stabilised, and then we, we let the plastic surgeons look at them to make them look nicer. The Sensitive Man And Dr. Lok, can a patient with type 2 diabetes undergo gastric sleeve gastrectomy? If yes, then what are some things that a patient with type 2 diabetes needs to bear in mind before and after the operation? Uh, In fact, diabetes is uh, strongly correlated with obesity. Uh, And the results of obesity surgery show that a lot of patients, in fact about 70-80% of patients, have their diabetes completely reversed or they require much less medication, they are much better controlled than before surgery. Mm. In fact, this result is so um, so exciting that it has branched into a new operation we call metabolic surgery. Mm-hmm. In other words, we do the surgery with the indication of helping you reverse or control your diabetes rather than weight loss alone. It's really remarkable um, the benefit to the patients uh, if you are diabetic and you're obese. Uh, even if you're diabetic and you're not so obese, mm-hmm. you would benefit from uh, this uh, metabolic surgery. That's good to hear. Now, for obese men with low testosterone, is it true that gastric sleeve gastrectomy can lead to increased testosterone level? <laughs> 
Uh, that's a really fabulous question because it's, uh, it's a question that I've never been asked you know, <laughs> over so many interviews uh, that I've had on obesity surgery. But it's something that's so important. I think maybe um, the people have been shy to ask mm, this question. Mm. But um, obesity and low testosterone is very, very commonly associated mm. together. And low testosterone, you know, the typical symptoms will be tiredness, irritability, and a decrease in sexual drive. Mm. It is not just sexual drive alone that we are interested in. Low testosterone also increases your cardiac risk, mm. having cardiac events in the future. It also increases your risk of sarcopenia, uh, muscle loss. Mm. And that can be a significant uh, morbidity in later years. And most studies have found that if you manage to lose your weight, uh, if you reach a decrease in your body weight of 15%, your body's testosterone would increase something that is related to weight loss. Mm. And uh, some big studies that have uh, done randomized studies of the laparoscopic sleeve gastrectomy and the gastric bypass surgery for weight loss have found that a very remarkable results with respect to testosterone after bariatric surgery. After five years, your testosterone will increase by 84% compared for the same group of patients who have undergone just intensive medical therapy alone, you know, despite mm -hmm. what you do with your diet and exercise your testosterone will only increase by 9%. In fact, this improvement is so great that the patients actually really have a major impact on their quality of life. If you compare this to women, you know, when they start to lose weight, their fertility increases as well. Something interesting really for my listeners. Now, is obesity a genetic cause or is it really due to poor eating habits developed over many years? Generally, when do patients come to you for weight reduction intervention? Obesity, metabolism, Metabolic syndrome is really a multifactorial problem. It is a chronic relapsing disease. Mm. It is not a lifestyle choice. It's not that you choose to overeat, or you mm. choose to be lazy and you put on weight. In fact, a lot of patients put a lot of effort on trying to lose weight, but they can't do it. It's partly genetics, partly your metabolism um, and all the other multifactorial factors. So in fact, if you go by conservative measures alone, we do know no matter how you try, only 10% of morbidly obese patients are able to lose their weight and keep it off. Mm -hmm. So these other 90% would not succeed. They are the candidates for bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Dr. Lok, so what led you to your interest in gastroenterology? Uh, I think the stomach is such a fascinating organ. Um, it is a complex anatomy. It's very exciting surgery, uh, very delicate surgery. And uh, I think if we do it well, we feel very rewarded. Uh, we are also able to help patients with uh, chronic lifestyle disorders like obesity. And I've always thought that the gut is the center of our body. In the last few years, we have found that Gut health is really an important part of our, uh, our well-being. So gut health can affect things like um, your autoimmune problems, your allergies, your neurological conditions, even things like Alzheimer's and all that can be related to gut health. And now we even believe that gut health is a target for anti-aging. So there's so much to think about, so much to do for uh, surgical gastroenterology. Thank you for educating us on all this. You know, and Dr. Lok, can a patient consult with you for other various gastrointestinal diseases? Uh, yes, of course. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Lok, for being on my show. And I wish you well. And I'm sure you'll be getting plenty of people you know, contacting you. 
Uh, thank you for having me, Simon. The voice of Dr. Melvin Look, General Surgeon from Pan-Asia Surgery Group. And you heard him on episode 28 of my podcast today. What did I tell you? It was going to be a very educational episode, so I'm sure you learned something new today. To find out more about the ellipse balloon and gastric sleeve gastrectomy, you can make further inquiries through Pan-Asia Surgery Group. Visit www.panasiasurge.com That's www.panasiasurge.com Well, in this 21st century with advancements in medical procedures, it's possible for patients to enjoy a healthier and better quality of life. This is Simon Lim and thanks for listening to The Sensitive Man Podcast. The Sensitive Man The Sensitive Man is a production of SPH Radio. I'm Simon Lim, your host and producer for this podcast. Special thanks to Joseph McDade for the music. You can also find this show on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home. And now you can listen to The Sensitive Man podcast on audio, A-W-E-D-I-O for audio. Visit audio.sg.